Did you grow up on um, kind of um, Raider and Lord Sear grew up together? And I think um was well, Raider well Raider moved to my block. Raider moved to my projects kind of like when I was like 11, 12, 13 years old. But I know Raider from being on 112th of St. Nick. Him and Sarah used to live in a building on 112th of St. Nick. But when Raider, oh. when Raider moved into the P's, like, you know, he was, you know, he was, you know, he was just like trying to come up. You know what I'm saying? Like we was all, we was still doing the park jams. We still had all the records, all the latest equipment. Even though my uncle went away to school, like one of his best friends carried the tradition. And whenever, you know, I didn't have basketball practice or, you know, my grandmother said it was cool for me to hang out, I would do parties with them. Okay. Oh, nice. That's okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's okay. So, um, how did you get with the, with, um, like actually get down with the ex? You know, like um, you- I, 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 that's kind of, I mean, I, I feel like that was a, um, that was a Raider thing. Raider probably wanted to have someone that he knew on the road with him after a while. And um, long story short, um, uh, I had um, I just started getting interested in, you know, I you know, I was still playing ball a lot. You know, I was really pretty decent in ball and stuff, and playing AAU and stuff like that. And um, Raider and them guys were, you know, Raider Raider basically Raider was the only one that kept battling. Like after everyone had like their fair share battling like Sean C's Dom and J like Dom and J was like him and Raider were like the first two to like go on the road like Diamond was rocking with EPMD then he was rocking with Prince then he was rocking with all type of people and then Raider in that same breath he was um with Showbiz and AG and then the Artifacts and sometimes Coogee Rap and Raider just had that itch to battle one more time and then when he did it he finally won because he still was salty about getting jerked by um, the Superman at, and their Superman battles and then the new music seminar battles because they were like, you know, the, the you know the, the guys judging. So that's that's pretty much how the X-Men was formed. It was kind of like, and I, I don't say this with no disrespect, but they was kind of like, fuck Clark Kent and fuck Scratch and fuck Plastic Man and fuck them, we the X and we, we the shit. And, um, you know, the early, like from my memory serves me, I used to, I was still kind of young, but I used to see the tapes of the, uh, this used to be promoted. They used to throw to the parties. They would like videotape them practicing, meaning Steve D and Barry B, you know, from the Get Fresh crew. And, um, you know, so they were kind of like spearheading this new style. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, and as you can see, it turned out to be called beat juggling. Oh, you know what okay. I'm saying? So, you know, when I see, you know, I see a lot of DJs on their platform saying they was doing this in 87 and doing this in 88. If you was doing it, why we don't see it, bro? Like, cut the shit, nigga. Like, yeah. B-jugg- B-juggling was between the the, the 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 Harlem niggas, which was Barry B, Steve D, Raider, Sean C, you know, Fat Man Scoop was there, um, DJ DMD, you had Johnny Cash, and then you had the Queens aspect, aspect that brought it all together, a la Long Island, which was Diamond, Jay, Dr. Butcher, Rob Swift, uh, my man Sage, sometimes used to rock, used to rock, uh, work at um, Hot Wax on, on Jamaica Ave and shit like that. Like, that's the shit that I remember. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. Okay. but to answer your question, um, I would say there was a period in time where Sinister was, you know, wilding out and 
they were under contract obligations. And um, that's when myself and Perrin were um, on the road. Like, I mean, at that time, I, I had just got down with Perrin and um, Bernard and, and uh, yeah, well, Shifty wasn't down yet. Shifty came a couple of years later. But um, it was, we would all go to Bernard's house. And, oh, Trife. Um, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. What's the name? I'm sorry. No, no. I'm talking about tragic. Tragic. I'm but, sorry. But, tragic. But, yeah, but, tra but, yeah, I mean, tragic used to practice with us, but tragic was really down with um turntable technicians, which was Perseus and Imperial and them. Yeah. Okay. And Super Dave. Yeah, Super Dave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, but you know, tragic was kind of like, you know, tragic Bernard had like real jobs. Like tragic was doing like sci-fi makeup and shit on set and shit like that. Like he was really doing other shit. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of drifted off after a while. And, um, you know, we always be practicing at um, either Bernard's house or my man Chris Cross, uh, Crossfade's house. Yeah, yo, man, yo, man. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's my guy. Dude. That's my yeah, guy. Yeah, that's my dude right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we and sometimes we would go to practice at parents' house, but um, Bernard had the dojo. And at that time, you know, I had got down with them after I did the, um, DMC at Chelsea Pierce one day in the rain. And, you know, that was actually the last battle my boy LV did. Uh, he was he used to go by the name of Van Hayes. But if you know the production crew, Sean C and LV, grind music, my man LV was definitely in the trenches with us doing the DMCs and shit like that. Yeah. I just wanted to put that out there. And, um, yeah, we were, you know, we, we, you know, after a while, we were still battling more so. Like, me and Perman were still actively battling. And, you know, they stepped to us like, yo, y'all want to come on the road with us or whatever? Y'all want to say y'all room and scratch for nine hours? Or y'all want to come on the road and make some money? That was that, that was that was a no-brainer. Of course. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I was like an opportunity of a lifetime for anybody, you know what I'm saying? And, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and <laughs> no, I mean, I guess whatever Sinister was going through or whatever, that gave us an opportunity. And then you know, long story short, after a while, Rob got into his ways or whatever, or whatever, however he felt about when we did the anger management tour and how he felt we should have been main stage because we just did Aerosmith and we just did the MTV, this, that, and the third or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I say, I say we as a collective because we all was a group. Like, um, shout out to Masa, shout out to Marshall, shout out to Peter Kang, my nigga Q and shit like that. But um, I just, you know, that's just what happened. And then after a while, Rob stopped, come, stopped coming out on the road. So it would be me, uh, P, uh, Total Eclipse, and Raider. And, you know, we had to fill those dates. Like, we was doing all the dub car shows and this, that, and third. It was just it was just a lot going on. And, you know, I guess everybody had their own idea of what they wanted to do. And then, you know, people were still trying to, like, maintain and, you know, look out for Sinister as much as they could for what for, for whatever, you know, whatever he was going through or what have you. Right. But, um, yeah, that's how we got down pretty much. Like Rob was down and he left the group and Sinister was already like kind of like forced out of the group of uh, air quotation. Um, but he was more of a liability, you know what I'm saying? And we just was at the right place at the right time, honestly. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. But um what was it like? Um, you know, actually being on the road with, on the anger management tour with Eminem and all those big names, like 
were you got were you guys like starstruck? Do you you know what I'm saying? Like how was that experience? Nah, I was actually stalking Sean. I was on some horny shit. Like I was like her number one fan. Every time she walked on stage, I ever gonna hold you. I'm not even gonna sit up here and bullshit you, but nah, it was a I mean, it was a fun experience until I guess Rob felt a way like I mean, because basically we were like the entertainment in between acts, and then after the last act, we would do like the trick trickery, trick, trickery, trickery, trickery. But you know, with the the luxury of having tour support and us being on a label, we had our own tour bus. So I was able to bring like we, you know, I was still doing like whether I was traveling or not, whenever I came back to New York, I was still doing parties. I was still in the clubs. Like I was still doing Envy, Exit, you know, Lotus, APT, yeah. you know, wow. Cessar, shit like that. I was out in the streets. Like shout out to my man Esquire too, because Esquire was out in them streets. You know, shout out yeah. to my man DJ Eleven. Shout out to my man Crooked, who does a podcast, the Road Podcast. Those guys from Vegas. I did a lot of parties with DJ Crooked before he uh, moved over to Vegas and became a scam artist as well. So I was always wow. in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like I always was partying. Like you know what I'm saying? So, you know, during that time, I took advantage of that opportunity as well and was bringing my records to after parties and making my side money and shit like that. Like I, you know, I'm hustling. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was great to, you know, be a roadie, you know, set up their equipment, make sure their records and needles is right, practicing for their routines. And then they would let me do a solo and shit like that because I was fresh off the battles or whatever. But once the show was over, I was trying to find out where the party at. Wherever Green Lantern was, because at the time Green Lantern was Eminem's DJ. So at the time when Green Lantern didn't turn didn't want to take the party or or Lord Sear didn't want to do the party or whatever because they were comfortable with what they were doing, myself or uh, DJ JC and you know a couple other DJs. We would we would find ways to make extra money on the road yeah. in each city. Okay. Ain't okay. wrong so, with that. Yeah, so I felt like I felt like that was more of a learning experience than being around because I was around Raider pretty much a majority of my life. Like we 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 were best of friends. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know that 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 never was gonna change. You know what I'm saying? But you know when Rob left because he felt like we wasn't getting the proper shine. I'm like, nigga, we getting paid to be on the road for 35 days for less than an hour's work on stage. Nigga, what are you complaining about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's just, that wasn't my place. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't my, you know, whatever. But that's what was happening. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Shout out to my nigga, Good Time. Shout out, you know, everybody that's yeah. out there with us. Masa. You know, we had the Japanese connection. We had the Asian connection. We had, you know what I'm saying, my man Chino. You know what I'm saying? We, we was lit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was doing, we was doing it up. We was doing it up. Like, we was, we was, we was competing with everybody with the gear. We get Nike Airs. Everybody want to get Nike Airs. We ride. We, we stop at the next town. We get little BMX bikes. They want BMX bikes. But y'all, but we're platinum artists. We're not platinum. We're literally DJs from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, that was that was a, you know, I mean, everything leading up to the anger management tour was a great experience, and especially being able to go to Europe and all that shit at an early yeah. age, and right before the sneaker craze went crazy, we would bring sneakers back from the UK and sell them because that's when Nike Airs were like, you know, the Easter eggs and the, this version and that version before they try to try to play Air Force Ones out. Like you can never do that unless you wear them whack ass mids, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was the thing. We was flipping sneakers. We was buying records, flipping records. We was just hustling, man. That's what I was doing. I was hustling. I was hip to the game of 
buying these certain hip hop records or certain sample records and coming back and selling to, you know, my DJ friends, black, white, Japanese, whoever. And the same thing with sneakers. And Perrin was like the mastermind because he knew how to um, break down the box and flatten them. And then we get home, he could, we, you know, do the box like it was fresh out the box. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. we had a system going. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe we used to always hustle sneakers on eBay and all type of yeah, shit. Yeah, we was we was we was a hustle team. We didn't give a fuck about all that stage shit. We was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's over. We going to the mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's over. We going to the after party. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I feel like I feel like um, those are very dear experiences to my heart, man. Because you know, if Raider didn't ask me to come out, I wouldn't. Have, I probably was still working two, three jobs and trying to DJ on every club and try to you know at that time i was trying to um get on power 105 because i used to do a lot of parties at the x ball with um rest in peace my man called blaze you know what i'm saying so i was always you know what I'm saying i was trying to work my way and i was like hot 97 is never gonna work you know what i'm saying so i was trying to like get myself prepared to try to get on power 105 at the time and then the tragic uh death of Carl blaze and they murdered him that shit was whack because he was going to be my way in that door you know what I'm saying? Wow. You know? Um, so, you know, that's, you know, all those things happen at that time. And then this shit just changed. Like, the battle, the battle culture changed. I stopped battling. I started, you know, trying to get into production, trying to get into DJing for other artists and, and shit like that. And, you know, just keep the hustle going. And, you know, Raider was happy about that because he didn't have to hold my hand in, in, in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just found my ways. I was a people person, you know? There's always a narrative about people, oh, blind's high and blind like to get drunk and blind like to fuck with the bitches. But like, if I was so much of a liability, I wouldn't still be doing what I'm doing today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of us. Now, not just me, all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all come from that era. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember hanging out with with Rugged One and Esquire and 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 and, and what was the, what was the other DJ that that basically moved to New York and was doing all the bottle service shit, um, Rock the Con and all that shit like we like, yeah, yeah, we, like yeah, that's yeah. all like that's the last of the golden age man you know what i'm saying when, yeah it is we, you know it was saying? in that last you know it was in this prime like you know what i'm saying like those were the good old days man i remember all that yeah it, i mean yeah. i'm telling you it was like you know when crazy them niggas was on top when, when the allies was like when allies was like the law you know what i'm saying we figured out ways to do other things like it, it like it came to a point where you know we were getting, well, I was already older than everybody, like, I felt when I was battling, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember being at battles and A-Track couldn't go to the bar, you know what I'm saying? So, you yeah. know, and I'm not, I'm talking mm -hmm. about after he won and he was down with Craze, he still was underage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I'm, one at 15. yeah, so I'm thinking about, but, but I'm talking about, like, 99, 2000, 2001, he still, he wasn't 21 yet, he still was, you know what I'm saying? He, he was allowed, he was allowed to come in the spot, but he couldn't get a drink, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I remember that. I remember that. You know, so it's like, you know, you, you got to think about all these things. Like, I remember, you know, helping A-Track get the verse from J.R. Ryder and 40 Cal, you know, because at the time, you know, you know, Cam and, J and Jewel's was a different bracket. And, you know, he wasn't duck sauce yet. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, you had to take what you could get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to him and his brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dave from Chromeo oh, yeah. and all that. It's all love, man. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. So what year did you win your... um? Your world title. That was two thousand and one. I I had just came off of losing like every battle I was in, and then I just got I went on a roll. I got on a hot streak. I don't know what it was. I, I remember getting into an argument with Perrin about some shit. 
I might have been a little salty about a decision in the battle when I talked some shit about him on the on the on the message board because everybody was on turntable technicians tech uh, forum. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> and um, you know, I forgot all yeah. and, and yeah. throughout throughout that little skirmish that me and P had, which was all my fault, and and it was just me being a passionate, emotional Scorpio. Um, I, I ended up winning the ITF battle. And I actually got my revenge on what was that motherfucker named Frankie Fingers. I demolished him that night. And I yeah. think it was um I wanna say it was me. If it wasn't if it wasn't phrase, I wanna say it was Esquire, one of them two Esquire. I was there yeah. that night. That's yeah. the night you, you fucking yeah, yeah, that's what hey, I'm saying. Esquire, that uh, matter of fact, you use your own. Um, right, I had the test present. I had the test present before anybody had it. Yep, the first, the first hater breaks. Yep, that was us, and that was yeah. another thing I'm that. Fuck, you get his own voice. I, I know. I didn't. I didn't find out afterwards. Well, that was the thing. Like you know, Raider. You know, Raider would be busy sometimes, and being that I knew my way around the, the 2000, um, I would chop up some of the instrumentals and chop up some phrases. And then I was like, yo, why don't we just say what we really want to say to these DJs? Like, yo, you whack, motherfucker. Like, use our voices. And then he would, you say something, yeah. and I would say something. Then my man Rich, his voice. And then that carried on to hater breaks, one, two, three, horse breaks, kickball breaks. And, you know, Raider was, was, was you know, uh, fortunately, you know, that was extra income. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I would, you know, I, I when I look at it now, I was like, damn, like, that was crazy. That's like a part of history. But, you know, ISP had their breaks and we had our breaks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got yeah. all that shit, man. I've actually yeah. used your voice and, and Rich's voice in a couple of battles, man. Like the one he's like, uh, don't take this ass whooping person. Yeah, that's not, yeah, we friends to this day. That's like my best friend. And, and, and watch out for his artists coming out produced by LV, a chance of style. That's want to do a shameless plug. But yeah, we're, we're still oh. friends to this day, man, to this very day. That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Wow. <laughs> um, so what what do you think overall, like, about the new generation of DJs as far as from the technology to just their mindset and how they approach the art form? Like, what do you what do you think about these new cats? Um, I think there's some, not all. I think there's some DJs that have that pay homage to the traditional. I'm gonna get a record and flip it, and then there's the majority of um people that battle they they're they, i call them they're producers now it's it's a production now right a lot of button pushing i don't think it's a button pushing i just think it's like it's like a production i think like toward the tail end of like our era of battling if you remember there was a lot of people pressing up their own records and snares were falling into place and this and that and it was like halfway yeah. juggles and are you be juggling is you is you is or is you ain't you know, I feel like that's it's that style, but on steroids now. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't it I is. don't think there's anything wrong with the button pushing thing. I really just wish they give Parent his credit for doing that shit already. Like I really yeah, wish they knew they that need to stop true. with that bullshit. Yeah. Like and I, I just feel there's a lot of I mean, well, we'll get to that after this question, but I feel like I feel like it's a good thing because that's their generation. It's a new day. You know what I'm saying? Like there, you know, the, the the you know, like shit like shit that we used to do, like at the end of our routine to like get to a next record and turn the stop start off and err. That was like a you never lost points for that. Like you can't do that now. No. no you you know, understand meaning, what I'm saying? Just, like yeah, so yeah, yeah. Meaning on just needle drop, and stop. That's a that's a part of the art form that seems to be lost now. Yeah, well, I mean, drop. they tried to keep the vinyl only thing, but now 
they don't even do that in the supremacy no more. You got to use, I mean, I mean, it just makes sense now. You know what I'm saying? You have more options now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't blame anybody uh, if you still want to use vinyl and shit like that and prove that you can do what you want to do in this age. But as of now, I just feel like it's a little bit more electronic and I feel like it's a little bit more, it's a little, it's a little bush, button push heavy, but I think it's the music, like the music selection. It was like in our era, it was more hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Craze was the only one that pushed the, the, the envelope with um, drum and bass. And then now it's just like, it's a free for all now. It's just like, it's who produces their set the best. It's not even about patterns, yeah. like because I feel like people's go-to pattern now is the swing pattern. And during our era, like after the baboos and the you know what I'm saying, beat junkies and people that kind of like elevated that style, like you if you think if you take like 99, 2000, 2001, people wasn't doing the swing pattern like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like I looked at the world champion last year, he was swinging away. Uh, DJ Skills, congratulations to him winning back-to-back championships. But, you know, again, it's a different day. It's a different era. It's a different mindset. And it's definitely um, a different musically genre-wise because everything isn't hip-hop based anymore. Like, you know what I'm no, saying? It's, it's not like, hip-hop based. Not that it should be or it's supposed to be or whatever, but that's just one of the changes. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. In other words, there's like songs that they don't recognize, or just like you just said, everything is just like basically pre-produced. Yeah, it's pre-produced. It's like who? It's like who got the best production? Who let the kick snare kick right. snare? Like, there's people that just like you'll watch people juggling, and they're barely spinning the record back because everything falls into place. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing yeah. wrong with that, but that's not traditional beat juggling. But we're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't just be like. Yo, this is wrong, and you gotta do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just whack. Cause when yeah. we, we were doing this when we were coming up, the older heads were saying that shit about us. You know what I'm saying? That weird shit they yep. doing. What's this yep. crab shit? I don't know no fucking crab. And then, you know what I mean? That's what they were saying yeah. to us, bro. Yeah. And then we 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 so like every- us from the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? We learned to mesh with the West Coast DJs because they welcomed us with open arms and showed us shit and, and yeah. gave us. Techniques because in our era, you know, after a while, you had to have a scratch routine. You had to know how to scratch. Like beat juggling, this wasn't gonna cut it. You had to, you had to have both. You had to know how to cut, scratch, both, and yeah. you know, how to, and you had to know yeah. how to. A little bit of body tricks. Oh man, Hello? we lost him. <laughs> uh, I lost him again. Oh, it was getting good. It was getting good. No, you know what's strange? I was about to ask him about how did he get hooked up with Pharaoh Mach, and I was about to ask Dude, him. That, that was that was on my paper next. That, oh, that was, was oh okay. Very yeah. next question. Yeah, we'll oh, see if he if he comes back. But um, to piggyback on what he was saying, you know, um, I'm noticing some some parts of the, of the art form is, is getting lost. Like he was saying, a lot of people are doing those those graphic patterns. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? And it, yeah. It, <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Sounding mm-hmm. very, very similar to each other. Similar. Yeah, no, I agree. And and that's the thing, because yeah, like I mean, like what he just said, like, you know, you know, everything is just like um pre-produced most of the time. Opposed to like like you know, um like our generation where we take records that were like either hot or well known and then we try to flip it, yeah, you know, to make patterns. Yeah, that's so, the beauty of it. Yeah, exactly. That was the beauty of it. 
and 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, we are in a, I mean, we are in a different era now, but back then it was just like, yeah, you just you got to learn how to flip shit, you know. I mean, exactly, like try to do those same patterns on a record that people know. Right, exactly. But then again, but then again, you know, they, they're not thinking about that. And Blind just said it at best. I'm sorry, Blind said it at best. Who could make the, uh, the best production battle? Yeah. Um, you know, like that. And there was something else I was going to say, but I forgot. But yeah, who could make the best, you know, pre-produced record or pre, I mean, pre-production or production, post-production battle? And, oh, now I remember. And, and, and whatnot. And, 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 and uh, what do you call it? The last thing it really boils down to, and and you may have to, I mean, you might agree on this, and it's sound, the way how it sounds in the sound system. Because I remember um, when me and PD Complex, we was talking about it, you know, you know, certain records that, you know, basically bump in the sound system. If you could flip that shit and the shit sounds good in the sound system, you're good. If it does not, g- good luck with that. That's yeah. all. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, another, uh, I mean, that's the key as well. The, um, it's sound as well, how it sounds in the sound system. Right, because it's not your bedroom. This is totally different. Right, exactly, exactly. So, it's exactly. just so much. It's just so much, man. It's just, yeah. It's a good thing. It's, it's like a gift and a curse at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, and, and that's why, I mean, he's, I mean, blind, I mean, Boogie Blind is right. You know, we're in a different era that, you know, what, you know, from where we are now, but, not, you know, I mean, Sorry, where we are now, but how it was back then. So yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That's why I can't wait till uh till next month when we get Chrissy Z on the show. Shout out to Chrissy Z. Yes, yes, yes. Because I would love to to pick her brain about because she was there from the early days to to where we are now. Yeah, the, exactly. You know, like what mm-hmm. does she think? Because she's seen it all from you know the right the, from from her experience. Right, you know what I'm saying? From the days of just people just doing body tricks and, and showmanship mm-hmm. to, to to the allies days to, to now. Like I just you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And and, and that's why she you know, she basically seen everything from where she when she started, you know, doing I mean, being as the um what do you call it? The the, the coordinator position yeah. to being the CEO of the you know, of the USA um, Yeah. So um yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I, I can't wait to get her on the show. You know. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, kitties, get ready. <laughs> yes, get ready. Yeah, shout Kitty, out, get ready. Shout out to Chrissy Z. Shout out to what's on the Sally. Yes, that's right. Shouts to um, Sally. I call, I call her Hip Hop Sally <laughs> yeah. as a as a joke reference. But yeah, shouts to Sally DMC. So definitely, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely. Um. So yeah, man. We we'll see if Boogie Blind's gonna um come back. Yeah, he's gonna try to yeah try to come back. Yeah, we apologize, everybody that's listening for the technical difficulties. Yeah. Boogie yep. Blind is but, in New York City right now, so maybe that's why yep, we're yep. having a little. I don't know what the weather's yeah. like out there. That might that might have something to do with it. <clears throat> uh, probably, but I say this. Um, but you are tuned in to the Turntable Talk with the host with the most, the uh, DJ Swift. And the co-host, who is um, State of Confusion, a.k.a. Mr. Ugly Man, <laughs> DJ Rugged One. <laughs> no, it's the Haitian and, assassin, uh, man. Yeah, I am the Haitian assassin, but I'm also Mr. Ugly Man, so yeah. nah, I'm, 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 just, I'm just joking. But no, uh, no, all jokes aside, no, you tune into 
of the Turntable Talk with DJ Swift, the host, and uh, yes, the Haitian uh, the Haitian assassin, aka Mr. Uh, Haitian Fun uh, Funky Man, or whatever you call the DJ run yeah. on, on Anchor. That's right. Um, you can check, yep, exactly. You can check us out on um, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and I believe we have it on Apple Music as well. That's right. right. That's right. That's right. And also, tune in this Friday. We're gonna have the legendary Rob Swift is coming back on the show. Yes. You know, so shout out to him. He needs no introduction. So I'm really excited to have him back on so we could yes. finish yes. up the interview, what we started. So shout out to him. Shout out to Sinister. If you don't have the odd couple album, go cop that. Yep. Well, it gets yep. all yep. odds. It's available on our iTunes. Mm -hmm. Probably, uh, yeah. I think, at fatbeats.com as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I that's think right. they're on um, A-Track's label now, right? They were, but now they're on... Um... Fat beats soul spasm, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Wait, are you talking about the I yeah, yeah, the Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they're on Fat Beats uh uh forward slash soul spasm. Oh, okay, okay. I thought there was with A track for some reason. My bad. Yeah. Oh no, 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 that's fine. No, that's fine. Um, yeah. Um the first EP? Okay. Yeah, the first EP they were. And then the album is on Soul Spasm Fat Beats. Yeah, That's what's up. That's what's up. So um I don't, I don't think we're going to get Boogie Bomb back, but I just thank him for um, being on the show. We got to get him on again to yeah. do a part two because it, it was getting real good, the interview. Yeah, yeah, it was good, good. And, and yeah, there was like a couple of questions I wanted to ask, but, yeah. Yeah. but it's, I mean, it is what it, it is. Technology. Is. Technology, you yeah. Just, you can't <laughs> Prime example right yeah. here of what we was talking about, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's fine. I mean, I was going through my tech. I mean, I was going through technical difficulties as well, and I was like, okay, great. Yeah, like, so, you know, hey, everybody know when you listen yeah, to Turntable Talk, you're going to get the real thing. You never know what you're going to get, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But we keep it real. We're going to keep putting out hot shows for you guys. Thank you to Boogie Blind for taking the time out of his busy schedule to be with us. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got anything else you want to shout out? Um, I want to shout out to you. Um, always a pleasure of doing the podcast with you. Oh, thanks, man. And shout out to all the people. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And shout out to all the people that's checking in. Yes. And, uh, we, we get, I'm getting you know, so many friend requests. More and more. I appreciate all the fans, man. Everybody. Now, hold on a second. How come, how the heck are you getting friend requests and I'm don't? I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, uh, the fans love me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess so. I guess the fans don't love me. All right, fine. It's oh, all man, good. Don't all forget good. about Rocky nah, nah. man. Hit him up. Yeah, come on, man. Show some love. Yeah, but... That's all we need. Love. Yeah. yeah. Love. Yeah. Nah, uh, but no, I mean. But we are going to work uh, no. on, we, not to cut you off, we are going to work on a fan yeah. page for the show. <laughs> so if anybody mm -hmm. that wants to either hit me or Rugged one up for a regular friend request, just hit us up on the on the. Yeah, yeah, on the fan exactly. page that we're gonna come out with, we'll let y'all know. It's in the works right now. We're working on a logo, you know, all types of stuff. Um, exactly. And don't worry, we're not we're not gonna bite. Yes. No, we we're, <laughs> we're, we're not gonna we old school, man. We're not <laughs> biting. That's that's that was like worse to being a crackhead. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't bite. I, I I refuse to bite. Yeah, I don't refuse to bite. Yeah, you know, it's, it's good to be inspired, but yeah, biter, hell no. Yeah, 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 hell no. That is a, a no, no. Yeah. Also, I'm working on a blog that's, that's going to be coming out on YouTube pretty soon. You know, nice. you know, I got footage. I just got to edit everything. It's just so much, man. So much going on. Just everybody, yeah, bear with us. I appreciate all the love and support. You know, what I'm saying, yo, we get mm -hmm. we get people from like Brazil, Africa, Italy. 
Japan, fucking Thailand, all kind of people that's hitting us up. Like I said, seeing that they we, love the we, show. We, so I just want to say, me and Rugged, want to thank y'all. We appreciate it. Yeah, 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 definitely. But where's the love, man? Come on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> we all want it. I'm, you know I like, I'm sorry. I, I like I like the joke. I like the joke. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, sh- no, shots to them. No, definitely shots to them. Yeah. Um, we're glad that, you know, you enjoy the podcast. You know, we try to keep it real as much as we can and keeping it uh, raw, I would say. But, yeah. Pause, yeah. Yeah, pause, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't want to say it. I'm like, uh, oh, that's a pause worthy. But, but, but no, but all jokes aside, no, thank y'all. Seriously, thank you. Yeah, thank y'all. Yeah. And real quick, let me give a shout out to my homegirl, uh, Jay Rosa. What's up, Rosa? What's up, mommy? How you doing? Um, Yeah, man, other than that, man, I think, I think we're going to get out of here. Yeah. All right, cool. Apologize for the technical difficulties. Appreciate yes, y'all definitely. listening. This is episode six of Turntable Talk. And, uh, we will see y'all in the next one, man. Indeed, indeed. And have and everybody have a safe, safe, and we mean safe, safe week or weekend. Yes, please. Stay sucker free and stay six feet away from me. And mask it. Wear a mask. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. And it's not it's not always for the for the coronas. It's it's for the the, the holotosis stuff too, you know. <laughs> You know how it is when you're in a club and people got like Yeah, I know. God, what the fuck, bro? Like Oh, uh, trust me. Like I said, I got stories. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn, bro. Like I can see your shit floating in the air. Like, <laughs> like you making me nauseous over here. Like, back up. Oh man. Oh man. Hey, that's that's that that's why Grand Poopa made that song. Wait, back it up. Whoop, easy back. No, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> and I'm sorry, not Grand Poopa. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's uh, Tribe Called Quaid. Wait, back it up. Whoops. Yeah. Easy, back it up. <laughs> I know the feel. I just might play that shit next time somebody come up to me like that. <laughs> hey, I better get credit. Yeah. Of course. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Of course. Always. Word. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, all right, party people. We out. We out. We love y'all. And, and we see you next yes. episode. Tune in this Friday. Rob Swift, the legendary Rob Swift will be here. Yes. And uh, yes. next month, we're going to have Christy Z. We next, we're gonna mm-hmm. keep putting out hot episodes, and we're gonna keep dropping it and having special guests. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. This we do this for you guys, and uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Happy holidays! Stay safe. We love y'all. Mm-hmm. Peace.